Ariana, and this is Confessions of a Former Fangirl. A podcast where two former fans try to turn a fake fan into a real one. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Good evening, ladies. <laughs> Welcome oh. to another episode of what has become my favorite series, Fanfic Friday. Woo! Fanfic Friday. I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun. I just truly, I feel so in my element. I know. My patience, I don't know why, for some reason today is already so low, so I I just have a feeling that today is going to get so mad about everything we (laughs) tell her today. But really, why else? You know? And you know, that's fine. (laughs) Why else do we listen to this podcast? Uh, But before we do that, we should just go over to Confession Corner. So do we have what are any... we obsessed with? Yeah, what are we obsessed with this week? Um, I have one. <laughs> go go go! Go Karen. It's very. It's in. The, it's in the front. My frontal lobe. Oh um, yeah. Let's see if I can do it. Hold on. <clears throat> How are you this evening, my dear? <laughs> I'm good, but I wish you wouldn't call me my dear. Is this Why fucking not? Pride and Prejudice? Is <laughs> what my father calls my mother when he's very cross. Oh. Her. What terms of endearment? Am How has Karen memorized this in twelve less than twelve hours? <laughs> Lizzie for every day. Um, oh, wait, wait, Lizzie for every day. Um, 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 um. What's the second one? Uh, uh, uh my lady. I or don't something? know, Karen. Anyway, the end of it is. <laughs> she goes. Um, you can only call me Mrs. Darcy when you are incandescently happy, and then he goes. How are you this evening, Mrs. Mrs. Darcy? Darcy. And he kisses her on Mrs. the forehead. Darcy. And he Mrs. kisses her Darcy. on the eyes. A lot of people hate that scene because it's like a total just imagination of the filmmakers. Like, mm-hmm. that does not happen in the book at all. But, yeah. oh my god. It's and everything. And just read the book, I, I, like, I agree. It doesn't really fit the tone of the book. The book no. is very kind of like flaccid and bland but but <laughs> this movie the 2005 movie is extremely sensual and i love it so much i love it it's like fan fiction we said of the this book. is pride and prejudice right oh i didn't say that pride and prejudice um, but <laughs> i said it i said scene. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay good movie yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i love yeah, that movie that's my so obsession much. of the week i love it so much i'm so happy you watched it me too it's so oh, <laughs> it's so good Karen Eiley owns my whole ass. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you just full out were like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to perform it for you all. And listeners, you had it all memorized. (laughs) No, but it's okay. But I just want our listeners to know that Karen fully in the zoom said, I need to take a moment to get into character and I need to take an extra (laughs) moment to get into the second character because I am what prepared. And then fully just snatch right into it and it was it was wonderful even though i might have been um you know a little judgmental but that's okay it's okay i appreciate um, you allowing me to do that so <laughs> giving giving you the space always always karen yeah. always um all right who else has got an obsession um i have one yeah um, this is more just like what i've been what i've been watching this week um which it is a former obsession of my young self. Um, but I have been watching iCarly on Netflix. Um, and it's making me really happy. 
Because I was, like, an iCarly stan when I was 10. Like, when it first came out, I think we were in, like, fourth grade. Um, and I was so fucking obsessed with it. Um, Very in the culture. Yes. And, yeah, so I literally haven't watched it since, like, it ended. Um, and now the first two seasons, like, two and a half seasons are on. It's weird because the it says season two, but there's, like, 40 episodes. So I think it's, like, two plus some of three. Um, so wow. I've been watching that, and it's really fun. And it's still, it's fun to watch it now because there is some stuff that is still, like, funny. Mm. Also fun to watch it as, like, a 20 two-year-old almost 23-year-old and be like oh my god Spencer is 26 and he's like in charge of his like 13-year-old sister and lives in this amazing apartment um and it has to I don't know it's just it's fun to watch it from like a different perspective um that is fun can I ask you more serious questions (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel did you hear that Jeanette McCurdy about Dan Schneider well I mean Jeanette McCurdy announced that she's uh, retiring oh, from acting. she's not yeah she's not um joining them on the reboot yeah and she but she's like also like retiring from acting permanently. yeah mm-hmm. how do you feel about that i say good for her <laughs> she's like one of those child stars who like never fully was like i want to do this i want to do this it was mm. more like that her family needed money so they put her in acting which mm. is the story of like a lot of child stars like i think like Bella Thorne has a very similar story where it was like, well, they kind of just figured like this is something she could do, and then she became like the breadwinner for her family. And she also has talked about how she had an eating disorder like the entire time she was on iCarly. Um, wow. And like it was just not a good environment. Reading an interview with her, and she was that like very recent one, and she was saying how like she's basically like ashamed of every every project she's been a part of like there's nothing that she's really proud of mm. which sucks because I was like her whole childhood was was like being a child actor um so I say good for her and she should do li- literally whatever she wants yeah yeah she like basically <laughs> gave up her childhood to support right. her family right and it it sucks that like she's not proud of the work that she do- did because I think that we can all say that she brought so much joy, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Watching her, I thought that she was so funny. And, I mean... She's so good. Right. And, like, obviously, like, none of that matters if, like, she's not proud of the work that she does or she isn't fulfilled by it or gets joy from it. So, it's really sad. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that's another thing watching the show. This is just a side note, but, like, um, everyone... I mean, like... Miranda Cosgrove is, is like, fine. The kind of most basic character on the show. She's, like, the lead. Carly's kind of, like, the more boring character. Um, But, like, Nathan Cress is so funny as Freddy, especially, like, when he first started out. He was so tiny. And, like, noticing that he had to wear those, like, height-enhancing shoes for, like, the entire first season that added, like, two inches because he was so much shorter than than the girls. Um, And he's just so funny. And, like, Jerry Trainer is, like, a freaking genius. He's so funny, too, as Spencer. <laughs> yeah. It's just so, it's just fun to watch. It's oh a good time. God. 
The joke with him in the elevator with this smoothie in the emu and Carly's like, what do you got there? And he's like, a smoothie still makes me laugh every single time. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I know. And actually, like, I don't know why. They did, They did like, a one of the Christmas episodes they did in the first season, they basically do, like, It's a Wonderful Life. And, like, Carly wishes that Spencer was born normal. And then she just, like, live a day at school where, like, um, what things would be like if Spencer was born normal and, like, became a lawyer. And she's, like, has ends up dating Neville. Her and Freddie aren't friends friends sam is in juvie and like <laughs> and then she like goes and then after the whole thing she's like back in the, the iCarly studio and she's like i just want everything i just want my life back and i was like oh my god i was like tearing up i was like okay okay miranda cops <laughs> there's some good stuff wow. in there <laughs> that is good that is good so yeah that's mine <laughs> so it's just me the one bitch yeah. anyways um <laughs> Um, my obsession this week is none other than the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, Oprah interview. Oh my god. It was so good. I... I didn't watch it, but I... Twitter is... Exploded. It was was great. It was (laughs) quite the interview. I was like, I don't ever really watch anything live, but that was one of the things that my mom and I started watching The Crown together. And we were kind of like, I think that this is something that we should watch together. And I wasn't surprised by anything that they said, but I was surprised that they said it on camera. Mm, And it was just like, I just really recommend watching it. Um, I feel really horribly for them and the experience that they have. And it's also like, fuck all the people that are like, oh, she's lying. And like, that's not what's happening and blah, blah, blah. Like, just fuck you. <laughs> um, but also, the, the interview was really awesome. But also, The Bachelor, the current Bachelor, Matt James, was live tweeting <gasps> that but he was also at the same time live tweeting an NBA game. So one, I was looking at his tweets this morning and it was like, Curry's doing so good. Meghan Markle, respect. And it is just so funny. It like really is so funny. Matt James seems like such a strange guy. He really is a strange guy. And I stopped watching scenes, that this, this season of The Bachelor because I was like, it's so boring. I Matt James is kind of boring or at least the editing is like it's just I was like I can't even I'm not interested in this at all I'm sure he's fine I mean he's a lot fucking better than some of the other ones that they've had but like also this season has just been like and what it is right now because at the moment we're recording they haven't finished the season yet it's just been a whole shit show (laughs) of drama drama like it's just been a shit show for the franchise um and we're not that kind of pot. Well, it's not. We don't talk about The Bachelor. At least we haven't talked about The Bachelor. <laughs> so, on that episode, if you guys want to see that episode, we can talk more about this subject. I won't get too into the details now. But anyways, I'm obsessed with that Megan and Harry interview. I love. Yeah, them. it was so good. I just love really Oprah. Is so good. <laughs> like obviously, we know that Oprah is amazing because she's Oprah. But like, I haven't seen her watch any her do anything in a while so just like watching her just be so fucking good at interviewing people was so thrilling and especially when she was like what like when they when they said the stuff about like asking about you know what 
like tone the baby's skin was going to be mm-hmm. like how dark the baby yeah. Archie's mm-hmm. skin might be and she was like what I was like <gasps> and they s- and then she confirmed today because people are like say names Oprah yeah. say <laughs> names and um and she was on CBS this morning because they released additional oh, yeah. clips because I was at work listening to all of them on repeat and she was like they wouldn't tell me who it was, but they all they w- told me was that it was not Philip or the Queen. So it was not the grandparents. No, it was not the grandparents. It's um, gotta be William, right? Or oh, people think it's either William or um or Charles. Charles is that because their dad? because the other line that like I that the line that I truly was like <laughs> was when. Harry was talking about, like, calling his grandmother, and then he was like, and my dad um, knew before he stopped taking my calls, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the whole Twitter timeline was, like, before he stopped taking my calls. <laughs> it like, was... everyone was just tweeting that in all caps. Because it was, like, I Damn. was just, like, oh, this is, this is, yeah. this is real deep. And, like, yeah, that makes total sense because basically they were saying that they wouldn't provide Megan or any of Harry's children with like security. And with the history of like what had happened with Diana, mm-hmm. it's like, how can you not provide them the proper security, especially like combining with the fact of like how aggressively racist the British press was against Meghan and were going to be against her children and Harry's children. So it like the whole thing was just like, it was like bonkers. Wow. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. All Um, right. Well, (laughs) I guess we'll leave it at that. Now that that we've canceled the British monarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Should we, uh, should we move on to some British fan fiction? Let's go. Hell Let's yeah. go to British fan fiction. Okay, so <laughs> welcome to another Fanfic Friday. Woo! Well, so yeah. we, this week we're going to be talking about um, just a bunch of different types of fan fiction within the One Direction fandom. Oh, yeah. Um, which Aaron and I happen to be very familiar with. <laughs> Where so, to begin? <laughs> where to begin? This is always the question. Where do we even begin yeah. with all of this? Um, I think one of the things that we mentioned in the One Direction episode, I can't remember if it was part one or part two, but um, imagines are a huge thing. Yeah. Mm. So I guess maybe we could start there. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't know, <laughs> an imagine is... A little bite-sized fan fiction that someone will create, basically writing so that anyone who's reading it can put themselves in the scenario and picture themselves Mm -hmm. um, doing whatever it is with the boys. Um, A self-insert, if you will? Well, kind of. Yeah. A self-insert, yes. A self-insert fan fiction does sometimes refer to, like, the author putting themselves in as a character. Oh. Um, Okay. mm -hmm. But this, in, like, this version of self-insert, it's, like, instead of someone's name, it'll just be, like, Y slash N, and that's supposed to be your name. So you're supposed to read your name. Yeah. In place of 
whoever they're talking about. See, I always see Y slash N as yes or no, so <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But anyways, That's funny continue. because I came across, I found a lot of these on a um, Tumblr blog called Bad 1D Imagines, and <laughs> there was one that's just a picture of, like, an Instagram DM from One Direction, and it says, we bought you, you're our slave now, <laughs> Y slash N, like, your name, but somebody was like, I thought that meant yes or no, and the idea of them being like, you're our slave now, yes, yes or no. Or no. <laughs> so funny that's to so me. funny. Um, and when I, have, um, yeah. whenever I've read imagines and it says yn i always just read it as yn like i never like YN. insert my own name i'll just be like yn yeah. <laughs> in my head I, like if i insert my own name i'm like that's creepy and weird <laughs> like, the second that i'm like i put karen in that place i'm like no thank you <laughs> wait before we get um, more into it can i ask you all when did and if did you start reading fan fiction like for in, one direction oh for one direction um, I think I read it in, like, eighth grade. Yeah, pretty early on. 2012. So the fandom. Um, <laughs> 2012. And I think probably One Direction fanfiction was the first fanfiction I came across. Um, because it was, like, one of my first real fandoms mm-hmm. that I was online for. Um, and was that mostly accessible through Tumblr? And then through that you found, like, Wattpad, all those different sorts of things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, like, people Sweet. would link, um, Wattpad fanfictions on their blogs and be like what is this and i got a wattpad account <laughs> yeah i would i would so see I, <laughs> I feel like not not good <laughs> i feel like i read the most on ao3 actually i like never really saw stuff on ao3 wattpad. was yeah um that was big for me as well but the way i found stuff usually was just like yeah people posting on tumblr like i would usually just Sometimes I read fan fiction that was, like, people were literally just posting, like, as posts on their Tumblrs. Um, like, I feel like I saw accounts a lot mm-hmm. that, like, would take requests for, like, they'd be like, I'm writing one shots, like, would yeah. send me your requests, and people would be like, this person, and this is, like, the storyline. And then they'd write, like, a short yeah. story, basically, with whatever that person requested. Yes. Yes. Um... I was raising my hand, listeners, just in case you didn't see. Um, and you wouldn't because this is an auditory experience. Um, but what is a one-shot? It's it's just like a, a short fan fiction, one and done, no chapters. Yeah. Like, this is a little It's basically story. like a short story. Yeah. So it's anywhere from like a f- couple hundred to like 2,000, 5,000 words. Like, it's more like essay length. Yeah, so just, just like... like Fast and dirty fan fiction. <laughs> Fast and dirty? But not necessarily dirty, Oftentimes, but often. but not necessarily. <laughs> People would usually ask for, like, fluffy, like, fluff one-shots, which is just, yeah. like, cute. Yeah. And, like, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the term. It's, like, fluffy. Oh, okay. Like, cute and sweet. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, people would, I mean, the world of fan fiction <laughs> in general, like, there's a lot of different types of fan fiction a lot of different lengths a lot of different terms for like what kind of story you're writing but Mm -hmm. um I think that imagines specifically like these brief little um two or three sentence type fan fiction um that I find a lot in like band fandoms so like One Direction um 
I don't even know what else. Like, probably Panic at the Disco. There's a lot of Imagines. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah, Five Seconds of Summer. Probably, too. Justin Bieber. Like, there are a lot of, like, musician Imagines, whereas there are not so many for fandoms that are about fictional worlds. Like, Doctor Who Imagines probably exist, but they're not as common. Um, mm-hmm. That's so interesting so. to me, just because, like, even though those people are, like, like, a Doctor Who is already in an imaginary world, so it makes more sense in my mind that it would be, like, the imagines would be more connected in that way. But, like, mm-hmm. since those people are real, that's also, like, just really interesting connection. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we mentioned this last time, but I think it has a lot to do with there being a possibility that you could actually meet these people because mm-hmm. they are yeah. real living human beings. Yeah, totally. And that is where the <laughs> spice comes in. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. should we jump into them? Now we're going to read some. <laughs> I'm thrilled. So, I tried to include, I gathered all of these, like I said, mostly from um, Bad 1D Imagines on Tumblr. Shout out. Um, <laughs> some of these are like, have become kind of infamous as bad imagines. Like, when you want to point to a bad imagine, you point to one of these. Um, and some of them I just thought were really funny. <laughs> okay. Should I read one, or is it just going to be you and. Aaron. Well, here's my thought. I think some of them can be just one person reading them, and then some of them have, like, dialogue, and I think during those, we should read them all together. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So, this um, first one, I can just read, because it's one I of the most so infamous, much. and it is... The first one is a picture of Niall, just smiling, and it says, Imagine, Niall Horan crawling inside your ear. You tell him to stop but he is in there. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> he is in there. He is in there. I love... That's um, so stupid like, and funny. I love that one. <laughs> and I love it's like, they don't specify how he is the size that he can crawl into your ear. Like, is no. he a worm? Is he a butt? Like, is he just is he just tiny? Like, but he's just crawling inside your ear. Yeah. yeah I put a version of this in my play. Um <laughs> Because I just think it's so good. It's so funny. Like, who wrote this? <laughs> I also, I do, I have the same sort of thing with Imagines where I wonder if some of them are genuine or, in like, which ones are mm-hmm. satire. Um, this one's obviously like, genuine. No. <laughs> <laughs> this one I feel like has to be, like, this one is someone fucking around. But also, you know, the possibility that it's real is thrilling to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that someone is like... I just find it I funny. I want Niall to crawl inside my fucking ear canal <laughs> and stay Well, that's, there. like, there's one shot that I found that we'll read a little bit of a little in a little while. Like, I was just on Wattpad looking for short, like, fan fictions we could read, and I found these one shots, this collection of one shots that this person has written. And, like, I read a bunch of them, and they're not good. No. But they're not so poorly written that I, that it that I would be like, oh, this is on purpose. It's just like this person is really genuinely trying to write good fan fiction, but it's just like not good and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, there are layers to the genuineness of all of this. Yeah. Um, which is part of what I love about it. Um, <laughs> just because I do think the line is blurred, like when you're a teen girl between how seriously you can take yourself. Um, yeah. And when you're when you're kind of laughing at yourself yeah um okay so there's that one and then (laughs) this next one is great 
Juliana, would you like to play Harry Styles in this Imagine for us? I would love nothing more. <laughs> By which I mean you can read this last line that is in quotations. Yes. Yes, I would okay. love nothing more. Erin, <clears throat> um, do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Imagine. For Harry Styles' birthday, you got him a camera. And every day until your birthday, he took a picture of you and him. On your birthday, you open up your gift from Harry to find a collage of all the pictures that the two of you took. On the bottom of the collage in Harry's handwriting, it says, <clears throat> Real love stories don't have an ending. <laughs> Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Love? That one, I'll... I like get the intention behind it, but it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make any sense at <laughs> like all. Like the last um... line, like what do you... Real love but, stories don't have an end. I guess because it's the end of the book of photos, but it's yeah. like... But what? I included this one because I feel like this is one that is very genuine. Yeah, it like, feels super genuine. I also someone feel was like, like... Oh, go sorry. <laughs> well, someone was like, I want this to happen, and I know that other people will get enjoyment out of this, so yes. I'm going to write it. I also feel like Crazy. the picture selection is very important. Think sepia filter think Harry Styles literally just auditioned for X Factor and that's the hair look. Maybe he just got his braces off as well. Let's move on to this. <laughs> very, very, young. Young yes, Harry. very young Harry. Very young. Very young. <laughs> yeah. This one, so there's that one. This one. Next one. <laughs> this one's great. So for, I think the picture is important to describe first. So <laughs> it's this is obviously an edited picture, but it's Harry standing over a kitchen counter wearing just an apron nothing mm-hmm. else just all an apron. his tattoos are on display and he's sort of like looking at the camera sideways yeah um, you can see a, a stand mixer in the background yeah <laughs> so it says imagine after harry just made you breakfast your name babe where are your pants Harry. No! <laughs> what did you think was in the oatmeal? <laughs> like, why? Why would you want to imagine so, this? <laughs> this one this one took me a second because when I first saw Karen. it, I was like, did he put his pants in the oatmeal? <laughs> That's what it makes it seem like happened. That's true. Like, she asks, where are your pants? And then he says, what do you think is in the oatmeal? And then I realized what it was actually okay. saying, of for, course. Again, <laughs> for our listeners that d- cannot see this picture, it's not just <laughs> Harry standing you know, near a counter. It's Harry, like, pressing his arms down so his m- muscles are flexing, mm-hmm. like, completely naked beneath this and, like, giving a very smoldering look. So what else would that be? <laughs> I mean, I know. What listen, else would be in the oatmeal? Listen, but but you have to understand, imagine sometimes get very abstract. So I didn't know if this, yeah. this person was, like, aiming for that. You know, there could be, listen. Yeah. And this, you know, this um, structure is usually used in the form of some sort of organ donation. Yes. Like, who do, you, who do you think gave you the heart? Who do you think gave you the teeth? Who do you yeah. think gave you the teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you're like, wait a second, what did he put in the oatmeal? Oh yeah. my god. So, um, can you imagine so Harry Styles one. gives you, like, blue oatmeal with, like, denim pieces, and he's like, just eat it. And you're like, okay. It's my pants. <laughs> Is that better or wait, worse than finding out after you've eaten the oatmeal that he fucked it? <laughs> you know? 
Which one would be worse? Mm. Um, you gotta weigh the options. We gotta weigh the options. So, <laughs> moving swiftly along, this one I'm obsessed with. This is my favorite. This one's imagine. so funny. I, you got, you got to read I it. I just want to say that the, it's a picture of Niall looking very much like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Um, which he used to be compared to all the time. A lot. That's really so funny. it says, <clears throat> imagine you see a pretty lesbian at a gay bar. And even though she doesn't return your lesbian nod, she follows you to the dance floor. And after a few songs, she kisses you. To your surprise, she is not a lesbian at all. But Ireland's sweetheart, Niall Horan, <laughs> who had mistakenly thought you were a cute twink. He buys you a beer and apology and offers to set you up with one of his friends. So, I love this one for so many reasons. One, this is a world in which Niall Horan is just gay. He's just out here being gay. Two, he does look like a lesbian in this picture. Yeah. Three, is so wholesome. They, like, mistake each other for the other gender, and then he's like, hey, have a beer. I'll set you up with one of my hot gay friends. <laughs> it's like, just so This good. one feels like whoever wrote it is it's so in on the joke, but also it's, mm. like, so genuine. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I like the vibe of this one. It's so funny. It's, I do, too. It this seems very pure. Who, yeah, sorry, Karen, go. Well, this is someone who is self-aware about Imagines, but mm. also, like, really enjoys them. Very, oh, yeah. Yeah. which I identify with a lot. It's also um, um like a lavender background, loopy imagine handwriting. The eyes a star for those wondering. Um, it just is. It's very <laughs> sweet, very pure. Yeah. So there's mm. that one. This so one's then, a ten out of ten. There uh, are yeah. kind of a lot left. Do we want to go through all of them, or do we want to maybe like? I think we can go through all of them. We just maybe need to spend less time on each one. True, true, true. Okay. So, um, can I read one? the next one? Yes, please do. I just like the first line. Mm-hmm. It says, "Imagine your beauty distracts two fifths of One Direction." I cannot. <laughs> Harry and Zayn couldn't help but stare at you while they sing their songs to many fans. <laughs> Zayn, that girl is so hot. Harry shakes his head in disgust. She's a girl, a beautiful girl, not a temperature. And plus, she's mine. She's a girl, not a temperature. She's a girl, not a temperature. She's a girl, not a temperature. <laughs> and she's mine. I love I love the ones where the boys are talking about the girl. Oh, like yeah, just a girl that they see in the yeah. crowd. It's great. It's the ultimate fantasy. So oh my god meanwhile they're like singing and they're just trying to do their job (laughs) they're like yeah oh my god okay Um, this next one (laughs) might be my favorite of all time okay i must read it and i'm gonna read it with all the typos because the typos are important okay Okay. imagine you spot lois signing (laughs) autographs for his fans his back is turned and you approach his and tap him on the shoulder You start to cry and think, I can't believe I am touching the real Louis Tomlins. (laughs) He turns around, and you suddenly feel something hit you, and you're knocked unconscious. Louis's giant ass has hit you in the head. The doctors pronounce you dead that night. (laughs) (laughs) How did did his ass hit you in the head? Louis's giant ass... Can you imagine having an ass three feet tall? Like you're three feet tall or having an ass that large that that you're like five, six and it knocks you right out. 
Also, just I love dead, the typo so on much. Oh my god. <laughs> the doctor pronounces you dead that night. <laughs> Incredible. I, I, this also, is also funny to me because there was a whole thing in the fandom about Louis' ass and how it was like a nice ass. Yeah, the photo in the in for the Imagine is a is a picture of him um surfing and so yeah. like and laying down on a surfboard. Um, and he's in like a wetsuit and his butt does look large. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this that was probably edited though, right? This picture? I don't think so. <laughs> I think you should look up look Louis up got a dump truck. Surfing. He's got a he actually does have he's thick. Louis <laughs> Dummy thick. Tom Linson. He's dummy thick. Surfing. Oh, look at this yeah. sweet photo of him surfing. He's so cute. He's got a God damn Louis. On its yes. hand. Good um, for you, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> um, so I love that one. That one's really... The next one is just, like, s- stupid and amazing. <laughs> it just says... This next one made me laugh out loud. <laughs> Literally, LOL. It's, it's just... says... <laughs> Imagine. Hallman Styles. <laughs> and it's a picture of an almond with Harry's face photoshopped onto it. That one's so fun. I love how they, like, Photoshop the hair, like, yeah. so far away from the face that mm-hmm. it makes it look like he has a giant forehead. Yes. He, um, it's Hallman Styles. Yeah. This oh, next Harry, one. Harry does seem to get the weird ones, but, okay. Yeah, like, you know, uh, there's a there's a popular meme of him, like, Photoshopped onto, uh, Baby Nut, like, the baby, yeah. like, Mr. Peanut mm-hmm. thing. It's <laughs> so it's so scary anyway this uh, next one okay is okay. i'm a mad it's so funny because i feel like whoever wrote this wrote it in earnest yeah it's imagine zayn malik <laughs> running towards you when he saw you and like i think they meant that in a way that he's so excited to see you that he runs to you when he sees you but all i can think of is like you know that scene in get out where <laughs> the guy is like running towards the camera and it's so scary until he like makes a really quick turn like that's what uh-huh. i'm imagining i love how open-ended this one is he could be running towards you to like take you out yeah. like, my my first thought when i saw this was like i just think it would be so funny if you're like he's running towards you you have open arms and he runs right the fuck past you and goes <laughs> to somebody else or just no, like runs. runs right past you yeah oh my god oh my god so that's a great one short but sweet uh this next yeah. one Really, it's a lot of words. <laughs> it's a lot of words. Um, I can go through it pretty quickly. Yeah. Because, okay, so it says, <clears throat> yeah, we had some pretty great times, Liam said. All of those performances, interviews, and signings. Some crazy stuff, am I right, Harry? Harry didn't answer. Liam oh. quietly sat with Niall, Zane, and Louie. Well, boys, I better be going, but one last song wouldn't hurt, right? No response forever young i want to be forever. what is he like going to die do like you what really wanna, wait don't spoil it do you really want to live forever liam trailed off when the song ended liam stood up slowly who would have thought that i would be the last of one direction well see you boys soon he stood up and took one last look at his best friend's tombstones forever young <laughs> Oh my god. I am in fact psychic. Like if you cry every time. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. I, so what so, what is the is he already young? Did they all die? 
already? Like, what happened here? I'm curious well, to know. Either, like, they all died in a tragic accident, except for Liam, um, or mm-hmm. Liam is, like, old at this point, and there he's the only one left. I think and it's he's visiting that one. their. To- I think it's that one too. He's visiting yeah. their tombstones. He's like that. Of course, are all next to each other and not with their own families, but they yeah. are all buried <laughs> side by Together. side. I also have another question about how Harry didn't answer. Was he expecting him to just like up from the like grave? It's supposed to be a little it's bit for the reader. Like, it's so you're surprised. It's for the it's that they're dead. There's got to be suspense because you're not supposed to know they're dead until you get to the end. Well, I guessed it's it psychic wise, like <laughs> good halfway <writing>. through. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one. Okay, this one I just included because I think it's really funny. It's not an imagine, but kind of. It, it kind of um, is. It says the dress you wear when he takes you to prom, and then it's um, like a bunch of dresses so there's like one for harry one for louis one for liam one for niall one for zane and there's one for richard (laughs) richard who the hell is richard Richard. (laughs) who is the mystery it's just like you're like okay why are there six prom dresses and then you see in the bottom (laughs) middle row it just says richard Richard. who is richard (laughs) There has never been a Richard. <laughs> also, um. these prom dresses are very like 2015, 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really this remember is, this being well, the I catalog. Wanted, the one for Liam is what I wanted to wear to my prom so bad. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I didn't end up doing that, but I loved it. <laughs> you um, would have looked beautiful in it, Karen. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much. Um, okay, we're on the last so, one. The last one. Wow. Oh, such a good one. It's so good. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to look at it. I just want okay. to Yeah, just listen. Experience. Just listen. Okay. It says, imagine, you are hanging with the boys when you start to have a pillow fight. You throw a pillow at Zane, laughing, because it was funny. He stops and looks at you, disgusted. <gasps> you fucking bitch, he yelled, before beating you with the pillow. You die. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> oh my god. So, there are a I... shocking number of imagines that end with your name. Yeah. Dying. Or, like, um, yeah, the boys, where one, like, one of the boys gets really mad at you and, like, beats you. One of them, kills, one of them you. kills you or, like, punches you or slaps <gasps> you. Yeah. Or they kill each other. That's pretty popular as well. Fighting over your name? Um, yeah. Fighting, <laughs> fighting over your name. So. There's a little taste of imagines. They are, with no sense of irony, my favorite thing on the <laughs> internet. And I could read them all day. And in fact, when I discovered one deep at imagines on Tumblr, I spent a long time going through all wow. of them. I also wonder if, like, there's a correlation between, like, starting getting into, like, imagines and, like, fan fiction that, like, delves into, like people like beating you or like people killing you with like getting more into like BDSM when you get older um maybe or if that's like an uneducated thing to say or like correlation to make no I don't I mean I don't necessarily think that um that that's like a hard and fast rule no um, but I do think that fan fiction offers people like one of the first little safe harbors to express those parts of themselves yeah, that they maybe totally. like feel shame about. Mm, right. Um 
in like a way where they know that nobody's really gonna find out and it can just be like other people who also like those things right um so i think there's probably something there for sure and i think that that i don't know that oh sorry go I was just going to say, I don't know that necessarily imagining Zane beating you up with a pillow until you die is <laughs> what gets people into BDSM, but who knows? It no, could be. No, and that, like, is, like, such a reduction of, like, what that community is and what that community, like, of course. But I just, like, sure. wonder if, like, that is, um, fan fiction in general is just, like, more of, like, a, a starter kind of safe space for, like, more, um, I don't want to say marginalized communities because I think that that's, like, but do you understand what I'm trying yeah. to say, I guess? I I do understand. And I think that definitely there's something there. And I also think that um, it can also be a safe place for people who are maybe, like, exploring queer identities mm-hmm. to kind of explore that for the first time and, like, yeah. those desires. Yeah. Um, and that's why I know, like, the queer community is really big in the One Direction fandom. And that's mm. why the whole Larry Stylinson thing was such, like, it hit a nerve with a lot of people. Mm. Um so definitely that the thing those two mm-hmm. things are related for sure mm-hmm. um so yeah so those are <laughs> imagines um we love should imagines. we move on to some more spicy yeah yes. so imagines are more like your person interacting with one of the boys but another huge huge part of like one direction fan fiction is fan fiction like about the boys with each other um, and obviously the mm-hmm. most popular pairing is Larry Stylinson, which is Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. Mm. Um, yep. And yeah, and it's so popular. And I made a list um, that we don't have to go through all these, but I just was like looking on Wattpad for like looking, looking for something short enough that we could read it on here, um, knowing that we were going to do Imagines. And so I found over, I, I couldn't keep scrolling because I already found so many, but I literally found over 20 Larry fan fictions that all had a million reads or more. Oh my yeah. God. And so I just wanted to kind of share some of these, like their titles, how many reads they have, how many chapters they have, and then like the, the um, plot, because it's such a wide range. It's insane. <laughs> so I'll just like kind of go through and share a few of these. Um, I think the one that has the most reads is called Married to a Larry Shipper. That's the title. It has 9.7 million reads. It is 139 chapters. And the plot synopsis is that Harry is married and his wife believes that he is in love with Louie. So his wife, his wife ships him with Louie and like that's the premise of the story there are so many (laughs) layers to that oh my god which I'm like okay 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 I love that isn't that I'm gonna read that no joke (laughs) I just like who do we know who wrote this no I didn't want to say any of the author's names just oh okay okay even though they're like just they're just usernames so usually that have something to do with Larry but I just like didn't include any. I don't know. And especially Wattpad's pretty anonymous. So, like, mm, if you don't yeah. share anything about yourself, like, there's there's no, like, profile. No, mm-hmm. I was just more asking about, like, I just wonder what the age of all these authors are. Yeah, I have um, no clue. <laughs> I just, no oh, that's, oh. I think that something that maybe is starting to happen with One Direction fanfiction is a lot of the authors of fanfiction are kind of older now. Mm, like yeah. they're they're gonna be like 
early 20s maybe like even our age Mm. um because that's kind of the age of most of the original fans of one direction now Mm -hmm. um but that being said i do think there are some like teenaged younger fans who do write fan fiction too um yeah who knows but it could be anywhere between like 13 and 30 (laughs) (laughs) yeah literally Um, truly knows that's a great that's a great one Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, there's one called <laughs> Taming Mr. Tomlinson, which has 1.2 million reads. It's 51 chapters, and it's an AU where Harry and Louis are high school teachers at the same high school, <gasps> and they, like, play pranks on each other and then yep. fall in love, probably. <laughs> Incredible. Um, That's kind of fun. Which that sounds fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Guys, cute. I thought I was gonna have a lot less patience, but well, honestly, I'm kind of enjoying this. Let's see where gonna... let's let's see uh, okay. some other okay. ones. Okay. There's one called <laughs> well, there's one. The first one that comes up if you search Larry in Wattpad is called Blase, and it has 2.1 million reads in 57 <laughs> chapters. But I and I tried to find what it was about, and it is such a convoluted plot that the author had to make an extra chapter explaining the story. But apparently in it, Harry and Louis are together, but then Harry gets, like, killed, and it's, like, a hate crime for him being gay, and then so Louis creates this whole, it's a whole other reality in his head of their, what their relationship is, and, like, and in this new reality, Harry is, like, a serial killer, but they're still together, and I don't know. So, like, that one I couldn't figure out. I, it was too much to try to explain. fucking Inception. (laughs) Um. God. Which is crazy. I have a question that, about that. The creativity is off yeah, the charts. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like you. maybe it would be good, though. The creativity <laughs> is off the charts. And I, I, my question is, I guess it's already such a creative story. Why does it have to be these two people in these, the, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get that. And, and not like a judgment way at yeah. all, but it's like, well, I mean, I, and I also understand that there's a certain attachment to these two people as people, but why mm-hmm. does it have to be, if these people are coming up with all these really cool, creative, even some may say convoluted stories, like, my question is, why does it have to be those two people? But I guess it's because there's a Because it just has to. Yeah. <laughs> That's it fair. Just is. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think, like, there's an attachment. There's also, like, a need to create more content Mm. for yourself when you love something like this which is kind of like the basis for Mm -hmm. all fan fiction but i also think it it does encourage people who are good writers to keep writing um Mm -hmm. and like people who may have creative story ideas um do like might eventually get their fan fiction published in some other form and that's why you see like some fan fictions where the names have been changed and it is like a book yeah um, like after, for example, which is maybe not the best <laughs> fan fiction though to have happened. Um, but it does yeah. happen. So do not be down on fan fiction writers because they're probably better at it than you are. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Hell freaking yeah. Yeah. Um, let's keep on going. Yeah. Um, I found a lot that were, like, high school AUs. Mm. Um, there's one mm. where called Invisible that has 1.6 million reads, where it has, it's a high school AU where Louis is an outcast who has a crush on the most popular boy in school, Harry Styles. And then <laughs> I found another one where 
Actually, they might be in college in this one. I don't remember. But they're, like, in school called The Tutor that has 1.5 million reads, 30 chapters. And it is an AU where Harry is Louis' biology tutor. And also, it's, like, punk Louis in this one. Um, so that's, yeah. like, a headcanon for Louis that he has, like, a punk aesthetic. Um, that was That's a really popular, like, aesthetic or AU, I guess, to have. There's another one where it's, like, punk Harry and, like, innocent, quote-unquote, Louis called When the yeah. Smoke is in Your Eyes. And that one has 3.1 million <laughs> reads. <laughs> oh, there's another punk AU called Tattoos and Dimples that has 2.8 million reads. And it also says mm-hmm. in the title, Book One. So there's, like, multiple <gasps> books for this. So that crazy. One. Um, there's a lot where, like... Honestly, something that I'm thinking about right now is that if you have a story idea that is not necessarily fan fiction, but you want a lot of people to read it and get feedback on it, just make it <laughs> fan fiction, because people yeah. will read it. I also, like, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, they're, like, these people are serving as stock characters. It's, and that, like, it's more yeah. about, like, that, that people tend to have a relationship with these characters and, like, are willing to, like see them and that yeah that's mm-hmm. what i'm realizing more and more as we're talking about it yeah um, and it must be like so helpful as a writer that like i mean you don't have to develop these characters because right. you kind of already they're real people you already know who they are mm-hmm. so you yeah. can sort of write from that perspective mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting definitely yeah there are some other ones that are like this one i there's some <laughs> other ones where like one of them is famous and one of them is not like, this one, there's one called As Long As You Need Me, where Harry is, all it said was that Harry is rich. <laughs> so I don't know what he does, but he's rich. And a group of kidnappers try to get him. And then so Louis gets, <laughs> and then Louis gets hired to be his bodyguard, which is so funny, because, like, why would Louis get hired to be his bodyguard? <laughs> I also love that it's, like, A-U, Harry is rich. Yeah. Harry's rich in this universe yeah. as well. <laughs> Which, yeah, <laughs> there's oh, another one where um, where Louis is just like a hardcore fanboy for Harry um, called Yours Truly Louis. Um, there's one where they're both famous YouTubers um, mm-hmm. called it's just called YouTube Larry Silenson. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's one where Harry is a model and Louis is just a fan. Um <laughs> And then there's also a bunch where that take place, like, technically in, like, reality, like, as we They're know it. They're in One Direction. They're in One Direction. Yeah. It's, like, during a certain mm. tour, like, but, mm. like, obviously then these things happen. So that there's one that I read that was, like, um, called Take a Bow, where Louis and Harry come out to management and then they hire Eleanor to be Louis's beard and then he actually falls in love with her and breaks Harry's heart and they alluded to like there being like a suicide attempt by Harry possibly it's just like, like and it being so dramatic okay why okay, would you do okay, that okay. <laughs> that's like I'm I'm you had me you really had me in the palm of your hand and then that one just like kind of yeah that one has one baffles me million because it's like is that person a Larry shipper or are they a fan of Louis and Eleanor like what is their deal yeah right you know because like why would you have (laughs) why would you have Louis fall in love with her if this is a Larry Stylinson fan fiction yeah 
But maybe yeah. it's like, well, but he still loves Harry. I don't know. A very odd choice. Um, very odd. There's um, there's another one that I that sounds fun. Um, that's called Catfish. That is 1.8 million reads. Um, and I just thought this was what they said in the description, in which Louis pretends to be someone he's not. Harry is oblivious. Zane is suspicious. Liam's there for everyone, and Niall is Niall. <laughs> <laughs> and so like Louis catfishes Harry as like a girl. Um, that's a trope in in um, One Direction fan fiction is that Niall is just kind of like a big dope. <laughs> he's never like he's just he's there. Just there, <laughs> honestly. That's so fun. I love that for him. Just sweet. Um, um, yeah. Is so, it? Can I ask one quick question before we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it the sort of a thing where like people in the less realistic versions, like AU's and things like that, people will make fan fictions to like kind of get themselves out there as a writer and like get more traction on fan fiction. Is that sort of a thing? Like, that's kind of how I was thinking about... What do you mean? Like, Well, like, obviously you write it for the love of the thing, right? But is it also, mm-hmm. like, some part of it is, like, if I get really good at this and, like, people start to notice my writing, like, is that a motivation at all, do you think, for some of these fanfiction writers? Or is it just, yeah. like, a lot of it is just purely the love of the thing? I mean, I think it's based in the love of the thing, but there are people who do consider themselves writers outside of fan fiction mm-hmm. who will do it to like hone their <laughs> hone their craft i guess <laughs> no but um, like but it's it's not like yeah. they're expecting to be like picked up by a publisher from fan fiction because like that very rarely happens as we know mm-hmm. um so it's more just like a safe space to like get their writing out there mm. um yeah uh, so yeah that's that's part of it okay yeah yeah i think people do want their stories to be read though like that there's a huge sense of pride when you get so many reads like it's obviously it's insane that like millions of people are reading yeah some of these are like 2.2 million reads 9.7 million like it's just insane yeah um yeah and even if it's not like a necessarily immediate benefit of it i imagine there might be some benefit even though we talked about this is kind of like anonymous um Mm -hmm. yeah i was just wondering about that yeah, I hope. Yeah, for I sure. hope you enjoyed this list. It, I hope it showed yeah. you the kind of wide range of plots that can happen. I was looking on Ao3 mm-hmm. as well, and I found one that was um, an AU where they were pirates, or Harry was a pirate captain. So Harry was a pirate captain, and Louis was like a siren, like a mermaid. Incredible. <laughs> that's so fun. I think that that's fun. Yeah. So there's like shit like that. It can be literally be anything, that, which is yeah. super fun. That I think is so fun. So next, um, <laughs> um, we we can probably just read one of these, and um, yeah. I just found these. So I was like looking for like something we could actually read, um, just to you know have a reading, and I found this collection of one shots by this person on Wattpad, um, who I'm sure like means so well, but they're just not good. <laughs> Um, and I think that will be fun to read. Um, and I guess, should I say what the plots are of each one and then you can choose? Yes. Sure! Okay. So they're both like, we'll take five minutes or less to read. Um, the first one is called Acceptance. And in this first one, Louis is battling with his sexuality. 
Um, and Aww. he doesn't know how to tell his best mate that he thinks he's in love with him. Um, and it's really funny. And then the second one is called Redo. And that one is a high school AU in which um, Louie is like the popular kid at school and Harry's the new kid. And Louie sees Harry and immediately is like, I love him, but he can never know and I can't be that way. And so immediately just starts bullying him um, to the point of suicide three weeks later. (laughs) And then Louie goes to Harry's grave and just wishes for a redo and then maybe something magical happens. I can't tell you. Julian, it's up to you because I read both of these. I so on the one hand, <laughs> we have someone battling their sexual with their sexuality. On the other hand, we have an AU in a high school universe that ends in suicide. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of I feel like we should do the redo one because I I feel like the acceptance one is like uh, like I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm gonna get upset for Larry like Louis and Harry. Okay. Based on can I read you? Can I, wait, can I at least read you the first paragraph though? Because it just really makes me laugh. Of which one? Of, of the acceptance. And then we'll read redo. Yeah. Because I just read it. It just reads to me as like a really cheesy narration at the beginning of like a teen, a really bad teen movie. You know what? I've I've decided to make a game time decision. Oh. Let's just do acceptance. Okay. <laughs> Um, so since we're not right. reading redo, I'll just tell you that Louis goes to his grave and he's like, please, Harry, I'm so sorry. I'm a horrible person. Please come back to me, please. With one final sob, everything goes black and he opens his eyes and he's back in the hallway at school. And there he sees staring at his locker is Harry on his first day of school and he gets his redo and he goes up to him and he says, I'm Louis. And Harry says, I'm Harry. And that's how it ends. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Same my um, um, All right. Okay. Okay. So how do we want to I would do love this? to be the narrator because I've been practicing. <laughs> I just have a very clear vision. Okay, um, great. And then one of great. you can okay. be Louie and one of you can be Harry. Um, I want to be Louie. Okay, perfect. I have the coveted role of Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I don't so think I can I'm do your, Harry justice. I'm your thoughts then. I'm not going to do an accent just because there's a lot of text. But okay, that's, you yeah, guys, yeah, that's fine. That's go that's for fine. it. I'll leave it up to Karen the decision. I also will be reading it as read with typos and like incorrect yes. grammar. Okay, right. <clears throat> Everyone's got their roles. Let's mm-hmm. begin. Wow, acceptance. <laughs> so maybe I get loose in those gorgeous green eyes every time I look into them. <laughs> Maybe I feel slightly seduced by those fluffy brown curls that I just want to dig my fist into, into too. Wait, I, wait, 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 I have green eyes and fluffy brown curls. The story is about Juliana. fucking lit. Let's go. And yeah, so maybe every time I get flutters in my stomach, every time he touches me, that makes me want to lean over and kiss the daylights out of him. Do you think that this is what everyone thinks when they're around me? Let's continue. I'm not gay. 
Am I? No, I can't be. Can I? This is so overwhelming. I have never once been attracted to another guy in my entire life, but something about him just makes me want to launch myself onto his lap and kiss him hard and lick him all. Wait, what? No, those thoughts are not okay. <laughs> Get out of my head. <laughs> um, so that's the first paragraph. <laughs> What an incredible opening. Wow. I just love all the questions. Am I gay? No, I can't be. But what if I am? Am I gay? Well, gay panic, huge theme in these fanfictions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Um, I glance over at the clock. Two in the fucking morning, of course. I've (laughs) I've gone from losing only a few hours of sleep to only a few hours of sleep, and now I can't sleep at all because of my beautiful best mate. I mean, just best mate. (laughs) beautiful what the hell is wrong with me i let out a large groan and put my face in my hands this is you juliana oh <clears throat> karen are we doing accents yes what are you thinking about a deep voice mumbles into my ear i quickly snap myself out of my internal battle <laughs> lift my head to see a tall curly-haired boy walk around the couch oh harry i didn't know you were up he slowly takes a seat beside me, looking slightly confused as he says, I always get up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water. You know? <laughs> I tried Scottish. So that sounded like northern or something. <laughs> oh, Lord. I need to work on my Scottish. I just saw Rose in the Snatch game. Anyways, um, you know that. Why are you up? You're the only, uh, you're the one that normally sleeps like the dead. I just couldn't sleep. Got a lot on my mind, I guess. Like what? He says as he pulls a leg up underneath him, now fully interested. He really does care about me, I know he does. Anytime I get, (laughs) there's no comma, every time I get stressed about something, he is always there for me all years. (laughs) There's also no comma there, where there really needs to be one. However, I don't think he cares for me the way I care for him. Oh, I, I, I can't tell you has. I dropped my head ashamed. I tell him, I tell him everything, but how the hell am I supposed to say, oh, I think I might be gay and in love you with. God, no, I can't do that. I'm losing In love you with. And in love you with. He pulls my face back up, so I'm looking at him. Louis, you know you can tell me anything. I won't judge you. Come on, talk to me. Why is this so hard? I want to tell him so bad. I want to be able to talk this out with him. It's killing me to look at him because he looks so concerned and hurt that I'm not telling him. I can feel a river of tears building up inside of me. Don't you dare fucking cry, Louis. Stop being such a girl. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Bloody hell, I'm crying. Do I have to seriously read the next line? Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Boo Bear, don't cry. (laughs) Please talk to me. Whatever it is, it's clearly really bothering you. I don't like Louis' tears. (laughs) I can feel those curls judging me. Am I really going to do this? Am I ready to accept the fact that I might indeed be gay? Not only that, but gay for my best friend? Here goes nothing, I guess. Now or never, right? I have these feelings for someone that I can't seem to explain. Well, how about you tell me what you feel, and I can help you figure 
figure them out. Okay, so there's this person and I'm super close with them. However, for a little while now, I've started to get this weird feeling when I'm around them. A good weird or a bad weird? I think it's a good weird. My heart beats really fast. My stomach does all these flips and I just want to hold them and never let go. Just everything is different now. I hear a small giggle escape Harry's lips, so I send daggers at him. He holds his hands up in defense as he says. Sorry, mate. I just think it's funny. It's not funny. I'm so confused and scared. No, not that, you twat. (laughs) He says, lightly hitting my arm. That's you. I said, no, not that, He says, lightly hitting my arm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of obvious what you're feeling. I raise my eyebrow confused and trying to keep my cool for fear of what he will say. Dude, so, you're in love. I eyes widen, widen and oh, I no. suddenly feel my heart in my throat. So it's true. I'm in love with my best friend. My best friend who's a guy. Before I can think, I'm rambling nervously. No, 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 no. No, this can't be happening. <laughs> Frustrated tears start to spill down my cheeks and I latch my fingers into my hair, pulling slightly. Harry quickly shifts over next to me, pulling me into a bone-breaking hug. Oh, Boo Bear, no, no, it's a good thing. Why are you so upset? I mumble under my breath. I can't be in love with him. Oh, God, I hope he didn't hear me. Sorry, wait, I have to say that line reading that Karen just gave reminded me of the video of the girl doing all the musical theater tropes and being like, but I cannot be in love. (laughs) But I cannot be in love. (laughs) You're my biological nephew. (laughs) Nephew. Anyway, oh god, I hope he didn't okay. hear me. Harry slowly leans back a bit and says, Him? Louis, are you? Don't say it. Lou, it's okay. I'm not judging you. I just want to know. I guess I must be if I'm apparently in love with you. <gasps> shit, 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 shit. No, please tell me those words did not just come out of my mouth. Me. I feel his arms pull away from me and watch as he slowly pushes back. Harry, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say that. God, I'm such an idiot. I'm not supposed to love my best mate. What the hell is wrong with me? Harry, I'm so sorry. I'm so- cut off by the feeling of another pair of lips on mine. Ones that, <laughs> ones that aren't as soft and full as a girl's, but feel so much better. <laughs> Um, also this line, this is used in like every single fan fiction. I don't know why everyone uses this phrasing, but my eyes quickly flutter shut and I feel a tongue brush across my lips asking for entrance. Everybody everybody uses that. I don't know why. (laughs) Oh my God. Asking Asking for entrance. entrance. To continue without a second though. I open my mouth, letting the other person dominate. My hands instinctively slip up the strong back in front of me and into a soft pair of curls. Oh my god. I feel big hands pull at my waist, bring me onto a lap. I've waited so long for this, so I pull the body underneath me, impossible close, and take control of the kiss. After a good 15 minutes, I pull back for some well-deserved air. As I slowly open my eyes, I see a bright pair of green ones staring back at me, belonging to none other than Harry Styles. Okay, pause. Have you ever 
kiss someone for 15 minutes. Probably. But without breathing? 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> feels like forever. Like five minutes like can feel like forever. But like no break, 15 minutes going hard. Like what? <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> have All I right. ever told well, you how madly in love <laughs> with you I am? I blush at his words and respond with the simple. No, but I wouldn't mind hearing you say that for the rest of my life. The end. So, now, okay, upon reading all of that out loud, I have something to say, which is, yes, it might be kind of poorly written. Yes, it might be a little bit stumbling. But I think there's something really pure about, like, because this is written with so much sincerity yeah. about something that, like, could actually happen in, like, a very universal queer experience of being in love with your best friend. Um and I don't know if this person is queer or not, but um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's kind of really The queer. comments, and also all of the comments are positive. <laughs> and like, yeah. there's positive, yeah, there's like, comments on here going back to 2013. And then the most recent one is five days ago, which I think is oh, crazy. Wow. That it's like, people are still reading this. Like, people are still so into all this. Um, yeah. And like, mm. someone said... Wait, I want to read you some of the comments. Someone said, I'm going into cardiac arrest. My heart cannot physically handle this. I felt the panic rush through my veins. OMG. <laughs> and then someone said... Someone said, I'm panicking for Someone him. said, I'm just thinking how curls can judge you. Um, trust then, me, I'm the expert. Said, the same person said, this is making me so soft. Yeah. Yeah, and people are saying, oh. cute, cute, eep. Aw, the fluff. Drowning in my own feels. Just perfect. That was adorable. Loved it. Like, all the comments are really nice, which is so cute. The fan fiction community is really positive and really supportive, which Mm. I think is great. That is really good. But I guess my question for you two is, um, why do you think that these sorts of communities are attractive? Like, what is it about Harry and Louis that makes them... Like, people want to write fan fictions about them in that way. And I know we kind of talked about that, but, like, what makes them so attractive in that way? I don't, I mean, I think that a narrative sort of got built around Louis and Harry specifically where they were being forcibly closeted and, like, Mm. very controlled by their management. Um, And so I think think that people like writing fanfic about them because in their minds it's like like Louis and Harry like it's Mm -hmm. real to them you know like Mm -hmm. that is a real love story that they believe in um whereas with some of the other boys I don't know that people necessarily believe the truth of it so much because there wasn't Mm -hmm. that like narrative built around that yeah people like witnessed Um, like a real connection between them Albeit, probably mm-hmm. it was just a really close, amazing friendship. Um, but, like, that closeness and, like, sort of ease and how much fun they had with each other, I think, was just, like, really attractive to people as, like, oh, I want to write about mm. this. And, like, people seeing them as best friends. Like, I feel like and each of them sort of has their own distinct – they both have, like, really distinct personalities. So I feel like there was ways to just, like, easily fit the two of them into all these different types of tropes. And, like, especially them, like, yeah. not actually 
being out or together and like like Karen said the narrative of that like maybe management was like forcibly people thought management was forcibly like keeping them in the closet like there was all these like easy tropes to slip that into like forbidden romance Mm. and like or like friends to lovers like stuff like that where it was just like you could just put each of or like one of them's like the bad boy and one of them's innocent like there was all these like tropes that you could just kind of easily slip them into and have that kind of established relationship Mm. that already exists in real life and like take pull things from that I don't know Mm -hmm. I who knows but that's just those are just some ideas Mm. yeah yeah I think Larry means a lot to queer One Direction fans mm. for a lot of different reasons. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of specifically um, Louis fans who are lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. He has a lot. The Louis of, he has a strong Louis lesbian girl, fan Louis base. Louis girl to lesbian pipeline. Pipeline, it's real. Um, I'm living proof. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I think oh. like yeah, there was a lot of commu- like queer community coming together through fan fiction that happens, which is gonna be part of my controversy at Brave, so I won't oh. speak on that too much yet. But oh, but you know what? Speaking of, speaking of which, are we ready? Is to- it time to I move think on? So. I think are we ready? Time. I think so. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for Controversial Yet Brave. Thank you, Eric Gundry. Karen, would you like to go first since you started us out? Yeah. Um, Controversial Yet Brave. So I'm not sure exactly how to phrase this, and it might take me a little bit (laughs) to get across what I'm trying to say, but um, Controversial Yet Brave, I think that it, that fan fiction about real people is fine. <laughs> I am not saying, like, I understand that people feel very strongly about um, writing fanfiction about real people and that it's not ethical and that it's wrong. And I do understand that. Um, and I see that argument. But I think what people maybe don't take into account all the time is that there is enough of a separation between fandom and like fan fiction world and the real people that the fans are obsessed with that if those people don't want to see fan fiction about themselves they don't have to Mm -hmm. the issue comes in when fans send fan fiction to them like that i think is not okay but like online communities especially like queer communities that are finding a lot of like comfort and um just, like, relief in, like, imagining queer representation in the things that they love. Like, I think there's so much shame involved in, like, both being queer and being in fandom that, like, the two of those things together is just overwhelming sometimes. And I am speaking a little bit from personal experience. Mm. Like, it was really, like, I was getting it from all sides. Um, So I think to, like, add on to that shame by being, like, you can't write this thing that you love can be damaging. Um... So it is a fine line, but ultimately, I think, I don't know, I think it's okay. Like, I think there can be a separation mm-hmm. that is healthy. The the anti-Larrys are going to come for you, Karen. <laughs> the I know, last, I, I sent I sent everyone um, a link last night that was literally last night on Twitter. Hashtag abolish Larrys 2021 <laughs> was trending on Twitter. Well, I mean, that's the thing, like... In order for it to be okay, you have to stop involving yeah. them. Like, 
they can't be a part of it. I just think, just, yeah, there needs to be know. a separation between, like, the real people and the work, like, that people are writing. Like, yeah. you don't need to involve them. Also, like... You don't need to involve them. I think them. as long as you, like, and have also, an actual grip on reality where it's, like... This, right, right. This is what I want to happen. I understand but, that, like, that it can be very invasive to do that about real mm-hmm. people and can be seen as very creepy and i get that but also like part of becoming a celebrity like becoming in the public eye is knowing that you are going to lose some of that privacy and part of like a celebrity's job is to maintain an image for people like that is how they get that is literally how they make their money is by people Mm -hmm. seeing them and people like interacting with their public image which is maybe not necessarily who they actually are, but it's, like, what the people see. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think that, like, to a certain extent, you it can't... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel very conflicted I think, about like, it. But what were you going to say? Well, I my only counter to that is, like, I don't know if that's necessarily our job or our responsibility to decide where the line is, though. That's my only response because it's not things that are about written mm-hmm. about us. And even though, like, we can imagine that, like, they're very busy, they're doing all these sorts of things, like, and the reality is, like, I don't know what it's like to be Liam or Louis, Mm -hmm. or I don't know what they're seeing or how often they're seeing it. So, like, Mm -hmm. I can understand that there's definitely a separation, but I I don't know what that separation is, and I don't know where that personal boundary for them is. Like, I also think it's, like, very serious what you're saying about, like, this representation is really important in this space is really important, especially for queer communities and like to have a place where people don't feel shame. But at the same time, it's also like you need to have respect for someone's boundaries and respect for this person that you say that you love so much, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? I, I, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, but I don't, I guess what I'm saying is like, there's no way for us to know what their boundary is, but there's no way for us to know that, like, they don't like it. You know, we we can't really engage with that boundary mm-hmm. that they may or may not have set up because we don't know what it is. And until they tell yeah. us, like, there's no way to know. Um, and, yeah, I also think it can't really rest on the fans. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I haven't figured out a proper way to articulate how I feel about it, but... I think that ultimately, like, in situations like this where it's, like, a fan and celebrity situation, the celebrity always has all the power Mm. just based on the nature of that relationship. Um, So, yeah, Mm. that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I just want to say that I think there's, like, a difference in writing fan fiction where it's, like, you're just writing a story. No one's claiming that what they're writing is the truth. It's just, it's fiction. Yeah. Mm. And and the difference between that and then getting on Twitter and being like, Larry's real, Larry is real, here's a Larry Proof video. Yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Like, 100%. I don't think that's the act I mean. of, like, like the act of writing them. a story <laughs> is, I don't think is hurting anyone. I, I mean, it depends on the content, yeah. but, like, most of the time, it's not really hurting anyone until it is, like, put out there and shared very publicly and perhaps like claim to be like this is what's real this is a real relationship yeah. I think also there's, I like, think a that maybe if there's a difference there if these people had a problem with fan fiction being writing 
being written about them, they would probably say something. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think... I, the only thing that, like, Louis has said is like, that, like, <laughs> Larry's the biggest, like, crock of bullshit he's, like, ever seen. <laughs> yeah. He has said that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that's, like, all he said yeah. is that, like, Larry's bullshit and that's it. That's a whole thing in the Larry fandom, too, because they think those tweets are fake, but... <laughs> That's a that's a can of worms that we don't have to open. Um, anyway, does anyone anyway, else have a controversial yet, Brave? Um, what do we know? And I do think going forward, I'm gonna try and figure out how to articulate this more clearly for future fanfic Fridays because it's something that we should be talking yeah. about. Right, and I also think it's like a a very complicated thing and a very nuanced thing that like yeah. we're gonna mm-hmm. mess up on and we're not gonna be always perfect, but it sure. is like important to like keep engaging in those yeah yeah conversations. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Rooney, okay. I can go if you don't. I'm have still a thinking. <laughs> this is a con. This is gonna be a controversial and certainly brave statement for me. I love One Direction fan fanfic. Yeah. I think it's yeah. great. <laughs> Yes, we need to we read one where it's like think, Larry and Neum. Yeah. I just, I think it's, I'm like, oh, now I get it. Because I think before I was like, this is all so serious. And like, I was like thinking a lot about like my own like relationships and like thinking about like, I don't know, when people discuss your own sexuality in front of you and like you're still figuring it out. Mm. And like, that's a really s- difficult thing to deal with. So I think that I was like a little bit more like, this is this way this is that way but these are so dumb and they're so yeah i honestly i know i just there's one on the list where it's like harry and louis are ballet dancers and i'm like i want to read that one (laughs) i want to read that one like i just i think it's more like the thing i'm realizing is that oh these are like stock characters and when you treat them as stock characters then i yeah for me it's like oh this is like it is quote-unquote possible and that like you could but like the possibility of it happening are so slight and so like it's more just like a writing exercise yeah um yeah when you have a familiarity with characters which i think is like kind of cool and you know what i think these are funny (laughs) and they make me laugh and they're stupid so that is my controversial and certainly brave Mm. statement that's so good i yeah i mean fan fiction at the end of the day is just a writing group (laughs) For people who want to get better at it. So, yeah, that's why I've (laughs) always loved it, as we know. Okay, I have mine. Um, Controversial yet brave. I think the fan fictions with storylines that are between the boys are generally so much better than the ones written with, like, your name or where they're, like, just in love with a girl who's, like, the narrator. Yes. And I think maybe that's just because, like, I feel like often, like, queer storylines are just so much more interesting because, like, often there's so much yeah. more, like, conflict and, like, hardship that has to happen mm-hmm. in order for, like, the two characters to finally be together. Like, there's often just, like, more interesting conflict than, like, and I feel and like... there's just yeah. some more of a depth. Yeah, and, like, an example, like, after so many fan fictions that are like that it's just like end up being because there's no real conf no like real intense conflict because it's just like a straight couple who can just be together like usually it just ends up being a really like toxic relationship where they just fight all the time and break up and then they get back together and then they fight and break up and get back together and like that's where the conflict happens this is the thing about straight 
Harry fanfiction specifically is that it is always him being an absolute asshole. Like, everyone, like, it's a a trope. It's called Dark Harry. (laughs) And Dark Harry is evil. He's, like, such a toxic man. Dark Harry is famously related to Dark Betty of the Riverdale universe. Yes, it's the same type of thing. Of the RCU. Like, after... After was a dark hairy fic that went too far. Anyway, I completely agree. Isn't it interesting that heterosexual fanfic is like he's so dark and he's so mean to me, and queer fanfic is like, can we just be together, please? Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> like I'm in love with my best friend. I can't friend. tell them. <laughs> and like, yeah. he touched my hand. What does it mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, which is fun. I also think. People, I think people have a slight issue with when teen girls who are straight write yes. fan fiction. That's another wrinkle. Yeah. <laughs> because then it gets into, like, feti- fetishizing territory. Yeah. Mm. Um, which I don't even know how to begin to approach how I feel about that. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I think fan fiction... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but maybe we can talk about that in a later episode. But yeah. that is something to yeah. consider. We definitely um, should. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a steamy controversial break, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Hot and spicy. All right, friends, that's it for today's episode. Special thanks to our producer laureate, Hot Producer. You know, just the woman in charge, Madeline Parks, and uh, our music producer, Kiara Nagurdi. Follow us on Instagram at formerfangirlpod and on Twitter at formerfan underscore pod. And you can also email us uh, at formerfangirlpod at gmail.com. Email us fanfictions you want us to do. We want to read them. <laughs> or if you wrote one, that's even better. Yes. Yeah, um, you can find me, Erin, on Instagram and Twitter, at Erin Browning, with an extra G on the end. You can find me, Karen, on Insta and Twitter, at KJessicaStewart. And you can find me, Juliana, on any social media platform, at Juliana Mance. That is at G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A-M-A-N-C. And you can find all the professional stuff on my website at www.julianamancini.com. That is www.G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A-M-A-N-C-I-N-I.com. Bye, Bye friends. friends.